Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, beautiful? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you? Wonderful. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I've just uh, got my wine. I'm just chilling on the bed. That's my girl. Alrighty, I'm just going to start with the intro. I can just introduce you. All right, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the You Are Not Alone podcast. Today's guest is a woman who is fiercely authentic. She's kind-hearted, light-hearted, and an incredibly caring soul. And when she isn't laughing and running incredibly inclusive fitness classes, she's living the life of her dreams with her partner on the Bass Coast of Victoria in Australia. Allow me to introduce to you my very good friend, Emma. Emma, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and thank you so much for agreeing to do this via, oh God, via the app. I appreciate it. I know in these times it's a bit, it's one of those things, isn't it? Obviously face-to-face a... would be better, but what can you do? I would love to see your beautiful face, but unfortunately, yeah, this is just COVID, COVID times, I guess. Yeah, COVID life. And you know what? Like, <laughs> it's kind of good because that way you don't have to leave home. Yeah, that's true. I'm wearing your dressing gown right now, the one you gave me. Oh, see, how perfect is that? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> is it super fluffy? <laughs> it's so fluffy. I love it. I'm love already sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for agreeing to come on like, share with everybody like I know sometimes it can be a little bit daunting because you start to think oh what the hell like do I have anything to talk about and it's like yeah you actually do 100 (laughs) percent that's why I knew that's why I sort of nearly flaked but I thought you know every I don't know I found all your podcasts so bloody interesting and I'm sure everyone that's been on it has felt the same initially as me I would hope yeah (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you're 100% right. I had very similar reactions by everybody, but, you know, thank you for saying that they were very bloody interesting, you know, because <laughs> every person that's been on here is an incredibly bloody interesting person. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know it. Exactly. <laughs> Much like yourself. Oh, stop it. Oh, now, um, come on. Would you like to fill people in on what you do, what you're passionate about? Actually, let's start off. What are you passionate about? Fuck what you do. <laughs> uh, definitely fitness, like you said. Mm-hmm. I don't actually take classes anymore, unfortunately, since I moved up to Wanthaggy to be with mm-hmm. Dean. Um, just hasn't really had an opportunity to take any classes. They kind of run into when I'm supposed to be at work. So, mm. yeah. But I still train every single day. Normally, at least six days a week. Wow. So, yeah, even even during COVID, love it. That's a that's a great that's a great regime. Like, what a good routine to be in. At the moment, I kind of feel because I work in pharmacy, and obviously we've had to wear masks sort of before everyone else. Well, apart from mm. you guys in Melbourne, mm. um, <laughs> I, you know, um, classes and stuff, or just the gym is like my only sort of getaway like I just yeah I I can't function at all during the day if I don't go in the morning mm. so I'm up at five uh, quarter past five normally every single morning wow 
awesome. (laughs) It's crazy. I can have an extra two hours sleep and not go to the gym and I'm like so tired, (laughs) so much more tired Mm -hmm. than if I get up early. You would know. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to live together and then the days that we'd go to personal training, we'd be like like annoying everyone in the neighbourhood with like being so happy and vibrant. And then yeah. on the days that we didn't go, we we're both like, "Oh my god, I'm tired." Hating our lives. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. We didn't have those natural endorphins. No. Yeah, and at a time like this, that's what we need. Yeah, we, we need more of this. Less, yeah. less sitting on your phones and reading the news, and more, more actually doing some work in your physical body. Like, oh, moving, I'm so sweating. sweating. So sick of hearing about COVID. Oh, All day at work. When I get home. Yeah, you'd hear a lot about it. Do people come in and they are they all like panic mongers? Well, they bitch and whinge and, and we have a system at the moment. So basically, um, obviously because you can't really go to the doctors unless it's an emergency. So every doctor really? Yeah, every doctor sort of does like a like a phone consultation and then mm-hmm. they'll fax through a script so people will come in you know maybe half hour after their appointment and be mm-hmm. like I need my script and we'll be like it's not here yet and then they have a massive go at us like it's our fault it's just well, really you're actually in control of that Emma I'm, you know. <laughs> totally yeah I'll just make the, <laughs> the script magically appear I, I think it's really really hard at the moment for people that are quite um you know, not, I wouldn't say addicted, but you know, that they need certain drugs and they need them quite regularly. And it's really, really hard. What's obviously like, I don't, I know like privacy act, blah, 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 but like what sort of, what are the main, if you had to say like in your pharmacy, obviously like it's like the statistics wouldn't be like a hundred percent accurate. Right. Cause it's one saggy. It's, it's down it's down the end of the coast, right? Mm. But what a majority of the scripts for is it like like heart medication? Is it Yeah, like- it varies. Obviously, um blood pressure medication, um, mm-hmm. anxiety, there's a lot of that, obviously. And that's the people wow. that really pain medications, obviously you've got your high dependent ones, you know, like your your endones, mm. things like that. Yeah, just and quite a lot of these medications are very addictive. So people mm-hmm. are very high strung about getting them regularly and it's just been a bit of a shit show with um yeah, wow. scripts coming in and out and chasing up actual original scripts because obviously when we get faxed scripts you just have to do it as an owing and then we have to follow it all up. Yeah. A lot of abuse going on yeah. at the moment, which is quite irritating, but what do you do? How do you, how, okay, so I've got two questions for you. <laughs> One, the people that are coming in for pain medications and for antidepressants. Yeah. Without, and, and I know that you're, you are not a judgmental person. For everybody listening, Emma is probably the most inclusive and least judgmental person I've ever met in my entire life. Like she's the sort of person that when we would go out to nightclubs, if a dude, who was homeless on the street would start talking to us. She would be the prettiest girl in the group and 
the friend and also the friendliest. She'd be like, hey, mate, how you going? I'm like, nah, do you want to smoke? Or, you know, like just super friendly and super non-judgmental. So when I ask this, I know that I'm going to get a definitely non-judgmental answer. No pressure. And one of the people who are no pressure, pressure, um, <laughs> of the people that, you, that you're serving at the pharmacy, mm. when they're coming in for their pain medication and their anti-anxiety, do they look like healthy people? No, nah, not, not generally. Some, some of them do, but, yeah, generally, generally no, especially when they're on it that regularly, obviously, because, yeah, it completely mm. shuts down your body because once you become dependent on one thing, you generally need something you know, you need another medication to help level that out and it's just, yeah, it's a downward spiral for some people. It's actually quite bad. Would you, yeah. Would do you think what's their what's their complexions like? Mm. I know that's a strange question, but like what's their their skin? Like, you know what I mean? Like have they got bad skin or have they got good skin? I would say I suppose it would depend on the person, but generally pale, mm. I would imagine, but so am I. So, so am I. I just had it with uh, the old fake hand. I don't mean like complexion pale. I mean like have they got like acne? No, or... I wouldn't say. No. Nah. No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> pale. And the second and the second. Yeah. Okay. Pale. Definitely pale. I like that. Well, they're depressed. They're probably you know. Mm, aren't aren't we all? That makes sense. Well, no, I live in, I, mate, I live in the CBD and I can tell you that no one cares. No one cares. Everyone's like, I'm wearing How's a mask. How's it been do I want. with COVID and restrictions and everything mm-hmm. for you guys? To be honest, I haven't yeah. noticed a difference. But, like, look at the life, like, my lifestyle and the normal person's lifestyle are completely different. But from what I see every single day and, like, I go for a walk every morning and every single night and in the morning I see just everybody, like, there's so much traffic on the roads. Like, I can see I can see the Balti Bridge from where I'm sitting right now yeah. and it's busy. I can, see, I can see the train station and there's not that many people on the trains. Like, if you were going to take – you're going to travel into Melbourne right now. Public transport would be yeah. the way to go. There's no one, there's no one on it. So you're not we're, not get we're not allowed to come what? to Melbourne or the peninsula or anything like that. No, not not unless we have like a valid reason. Like, oh, I don't know. Or... They, they they might be. I, I haven't really tried to venture, but yeah as far as I'm aware, unless you've got like an appointment in the city or something like that, we're not re- like no one's really supposed to be leaving their postcode is, it, is that not the case mm. yeah, People I know are they well not not to my knowledge like like i I drive from site to site mm. for work, right so like probably four days a week. It is work. Site. That's work and though. When... Like it's okay if it's work related. Mm. Yeah, but I've never been pulled over and I'm driving from like Geelong all the way down to Clyde and then to Cranbourne and then sometimes down to the We've Peninsula. got um, sort of yeah. like a stop point in like Lang Lang or something like that where police are checking if you're from the area and basically you get a fine if you're 
Yeah. Really? I thought it was like that everywhere. No. Well, not not to my knowledge. Like, I haven't been stopped anywhere. I got stopped the other day um, to get tested for, co- at like, this COVID testing thing out in one of the really bad, badly affected suburbs. And they're like, oh, we're doing um, COVID testing. And I was like, yeah, no thanks. And they're like, why? And I was like, because I'm healthy. And oh, so they, they didn't test you? Yeah, because I was going to ask. I hear it's quite invasive. No. Nope. And they sort of no, they stick something up your nose and it pokes you in the brain. Yeah, look, if I'd been in contact with, like, heaps of people, mm. sure. But I go out to site, I have a face mask on, I don't really touch anything and I don't come into really close contact with anyone. And then I get in my car and I go home and then I work from home or I go to another site. Yeah. Um, what about your face, uh, yeah. face mask? Yeah, yeah. Have you invested in... You know, a nice patterned one or anything like that. Oh, actually, well, I we didn't have any election. <laughs> this is super fun. <laughs> so the day, the day that um, we were supposed to be walking outside with a face mask, um, Lockie was going to work at like six a.m. and we, I always, I don't know, it's it's weird. Like every single day, like I don't have to get up early but whenever I'm whenever I know that he's getting up yeah I'm gonna get up with him well I get up way before Dean <laughs> every morning oh yeah true, true. I wake him up yeah. and <laughs> and yeah fuck with his sleep patterns but as I say to him I can do that or I can be um fat and sad so you choose <laughs> yeah true. I love that good I'm super proud of you for like being like, nah, man, this is. Yeah, I'm like, sorry if I wake you up, but this is how You're it is. Getting after it. <laughs> it's how it has to be. Dude, you should be, he should be super proud of his, you know, I'm sure that underneath that, you know, grizzly, you just oh, woke me up facade. He's probably he's, incredibly he's proud honestly, of his girlfriend for getting He's up honestly getting not that it. bad. Like the other day, he must have been pretty out of it, even though I did wake him up. And he's like, he didn't even kiss me goodbye. I'm like, I actually did. And he's like, oh. He didn't even remember. <laughs> so even though he says, I hate that you wake me up, he still wants me to, like, say bye and give him kisses. So I'm sure he's okay with it. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. How good is it? Oh, my God. I feel really sad if I don't. And if yeah, you don't get one. It's my day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say ruined my day. I think that's a bit extreme. <laughs> We're being, if we're being real, and as we've been friends for an incredibly long time, so I would say that is that's fair and that's extreme. <laughs> extreme, um, yeah, it's it, it hurts. Yeah, extreme. It yeah. hurts me though. It yeah, definitely hurts me. Or if I don't get, oh man, I remember like back when Lockie and I started dating because we trained mm. jujitsu together, and one night, one night we were on the mats together, and it was super cute, like. He came to training because I was there. Mm-hmm. It was so adorable. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with you, but I'm not <laughs> going to tell you yet because my ego is not way. <laughs> and, and he left because he had to go to work. Right? And I'm, I'm staring at him, right, going, watching him say goodbye to everybody else, right? I'm watching him say goodbye. Waiting for your time. Else. And 
yeah, waiting for my time. I'm not going up to him. I'm sitting there patiently waiting, going, yep, you should come to me, right? And then he didn't say goodbye to me. He didn't even come up to me. He just walked and left and went went back to work, right? I started crying. I started crying <laughs> and then I got home and I was so upset about it and I was like going to send him a message and I got back to my phone after training right I was a total mm. sook about it like the the rest of the training session like I, I almost cried every single time I, I was sparring <laughs> with somebody or rolling with somebody and then I get I get out of training and I'm like about to burst into tears when I go into the change room and I go to my phone and Lockie sent me a text and he's like, have a good night, babe. Thanks thanks for training, all these kisses. And I was like, fuck <laughs> you. Like in my head. I'm like, this is, for everyone listening, if you think that, oh, yeah, you know, I've got to go, I've got to go. Don't, just don't do it. Don't do it to people. Like it, it's, look, it's it's nothing personal if someone doesn't give you a kiss goodbye. But. If you think about yeah. it, just do it, right? And then I started thinking about it and I was like, you know, like I was going to send in this huge epic text message and then, you know, I started using my actual fucking brain and I was like, hang on, you watched him say goodbye to everybody. Like you knew that he was going mm. and you didn't do anything. You just sat there waiting like a, like a silly <laughs> sausage. And then when he called me, he's like, He's like, hey, Lula. like after after he finished work, he called me to be like, hey, how's the rest of your training session? And I was semi out of my mm. sulking mode. And I was like, hey, yeah, it was really good. I was like, yeah, you left in a hurry. He's like, yeah, I couldn't find you. I couldn't find you to say goodbye. And in my head, I was like, fuck you. I was like standing right there. And then I was like, I was like, yeah, I was a little bit upset because like I thought you didn't want to say bye to me. He's like, no, nah, babe. He's like, are you serious? He's like. You're like, you were watching me. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, hang on, did you get upset? And I was like, maybe. And he's like, so you were upset that I didn't come and say goodbye to you and you knew that I was leaving and you watched me leave and you got upset about not saying goodbye to me. I was like, yep. And he's like, all right. So have you learned your lesson? I'm like, yep. That was a really long-winded story, but you get It's funny, actually, at the start of this week, it's not a similar story, but sort of the same kind of concept. So obviously, as I said, I, I like I go to the gym in the morning. I love when Dean's still here when I get home. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I know he's starting at 7.30, mm-hmm. I'll get him a coffee and we have like a little time before he goes to work. But this one particular morning, he, he was starting at 7, so we like drove past each other. And I like slowed right down and I looked in my rear uh, vision mirror, my rear <laughs> and I thought he just kept going and I was so sad. I was just like, I can't believe that he didn't stop. And I sent him this message just saying, you know, um, have a beautiful day, babe. Like, oh I'm, um, you know, I tried to say goodbye to you, but you had already driven off or you'd sped off or something. And he wrote back. Later in the day, are you serious? I sl- I I stopped the car, started reversing, and then you drove off. And I'm like, are you serious? Oh. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. So in my head, I just saw that he had kept going, so I was like, all right, and just kept driving. But he actually had started reversing, <laughs> and I didn't realize. 
So I went to be like, oh, you just sped off. And he's like, um, you actually sped off. So there you go. <laughs> and I was so sad. How many half- times in life? Until I got that, that message, I, was, I wasn't angry or anything like that. I was just felt really sad that I didn't get to say goodbye to him properly. See? The lesson yeah. ends here. <laughs> Yep, I feel like we've all learned our lesson from Absolutely. these Absolutely. All right, cool. I think we've got what we need for the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Em. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just felt Very interesting. <laughs> on, it's okay. It's on Dean's side. Thank God. <laughs> all right. So moving on. Um. Yep. <laughs> Um, I can't even remember your original mm. question, but that was quite the tangent we just went on. Mm. I like tangents. No, like, so do you th- is one faggy a healthy place? Healthy as in for your body and mind? Like, is people healthy? Yeah, like, okay. Is, yeah. Find muddy spirit, find muddy spirit. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I actually love Wani. I always have, like, from the minute. Wani, yep. Wani. From um, because obviously I don't know if you 100% remember, but Sarah lived here. Yeah, yeah so Sarah she owns Jenny. a house yeah. in Beard yeah. Street, which is hilarious. Because it's mm. Beard Street. <laughs> Beard Street, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and obviously I met Dean through coming to visit her, and yeah. Shout out to Sarah, by the way. She's got her own. YouTube I know how freaking now. cute is she. I'm not really a gamer, yeah, but I really enjoy her, watching man. the videos anyway. Just, yeah. Mm. She's she good energy, she man. She's, she's she a beautiful is. soul. Beautiful soul. You'll have to get... No, it's anyway, all right. Sorry. Poor How I really rude. I don't remember what I was saying. It was about mm-hmm. Sarah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So Bonnie, I, I, you were saying I Bonnie always really like liked, um, yeah, the energies of this place. Like, everyone's super chill. I don't know if it's just sort of more of a country thing but yeah I've never really met well very rarely obviously there's been the odd case but I've never really met anyone that I haven't gotten along with everyone's very accepting yeah I've got a pretty awesome friendship group now it's taken me a little bit but yeah it's good I've just always felt like this is where I'm supposed to be you know that's cool. As that's you really sort of cool. probably feel, that's really as you probably cool. feel in the city, and I have to say, when I came to visit you, whenever, the, whenever it was, what six weeks ago, longer, mm. I've never felt like mm. it's the first time I've felt like you, yeah, you felt like you truly belong somewhere. I don't know, you just, you really vibe off the energies yeah. of the city, and it's really awesome to see. I, on the other hand, get the worst anxiety <laughs> in the city. As you realised when I was trying to find your house and I was, like, freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> Ended up adding about 20 minutes to the drive even though I was only 15 minutes from your house. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Worth it. City, city driving isn't for everybody, though. Like, sometimes, like, I don't know what I – I think you know what it probably is. Like, so I've been learning – Learning about um, energy <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> no, when I was younger, 
my dad, um, when I was learning to drive, every single Sunday, dad used to take me, he used to, we used to drop mum off at work in Nanawadi and then I would drive from the peninsula mm. to Nanawadi and then from Nanawadi into the CBD and we would drive in the CBD for half an hour and dad would make me do all these hook turns. He would make me park everywhere, like do all these different car parks, um, like all different styles of car parks. I didn't even know well. hook turns were a thing and until like, I don't know, five, ten years ago. Yeah. Dude, he used to t- he used to make me do it every single Sunday. So like when I started driving, driving in the city for me has never been like, yeah. a thing. Like I've always just been like, yeah, la 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 because because he he just from the get go, like when I first started driving, he was like, Yep, we're going into the city and I was like, Uh, I don't know if I can do this and he's like, Well, you're doing it, so you can do this. I was like, Uh and then yeah, it was it was actually really cute because like we'd go out for lunch and Dad would always, he'd always take me out for lunch and we'd go, he'd buy like some CD, he'd buy me new, like a new CD. Yeah. And I'd always, I'd always pick one that I thought that my dad would think was cool. <laughs> Did you want to impress him? <laughs> Aww. Yes. <laughs> I wanted, I, like, I love spending time with my dad. I love my dad. Like, I, I love spending time with him. So I would do, I would try and do things to make him want to hang out with me more. And I knew my dad loved music. Oh, I love music. Like, come on. Yeah. Man. Like, music Music was my, it's always been huge for me. And then, um, yeah, I just always pick music that we, I, I get that. I'm sure. I get that. that yeah, my dad, 100%. Understand. I All I ever wanted to do was make him proud. Like, mom as well, you know but like funny? more dad. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Do you? When I, I was having a shower the other day, I oh, I've been recently um stripping the black oh, out of my hair. Ooh la la, yeah, <laughs> ooh la la. Um, and I was in the bottom of the shower, and I thought, and like, I don't know why, but for some reason, this memory popped into my head. Do you remember when we um recorded that song yes. with your dad? In um, where was it? Was it in Fitzroy or Brunswick? Melbourne. Or... I don't know. <laughs> I remember, yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the city, and I remember we were incredibly late because you were driving. <laughs> <in the middle. laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, he the band was called the Black. The Black, yeah, I remember that. And in the song lyrics, it was like, "We are the Black." Um, oh, yeah. I can't remember yeah, the words, so don't ask that. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's all that. Look, that's where the yeah. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Look, and didn't and Grace sang. A she song did, well. yeah. I, I, they they were good memories, but at the same time, that was when my dad was starting to, well, when he sort of had a pretty bad episode with his bipolar before he knew he had bipolar. So, yeah. Really? So, just before that, he obviously was married to mom and had a pretty good job working at Blue Scope Steel. And then he said he basically just woke up one day and was like, I need to leave you. Like, I need to leave Cheryl and I need to quit. And he basically did it all within a week. Um, at the time they were doing redundancies or whatever or offering them because I, some, you know, whatever was happening with Blue Scope. And it's crazy because dad even said he used to tell 
like he worked at that joint for I don't even know how many years, 20 years or whatever, and he actually used to, he said he used to always say you they would have to drag me out of this place kicking and screaming like there's no way I would ever leave. And then he was one of the first ones to put his hands up, hand up for a redundancy. So it just shows he wasn't really thinking. What happened? Like, did he did he have an experience? He, um, or like he actually, I think, mum had kind of, uh, like they both kind of talked about him medicating for depression, and from what mm. I, I don't know how much of this story is true, obviously, because it's it's. I've only heard dad's side really, but basically he said, yeah, um, this particular doctor put him on a medication. It was to test for bipolar, but basically put him on a medication and the way they would know is if he had an episode because of this medication, then they would know that it was bipolar. But apparently, this is what he what? told me, that apparently okay. the doctor didn't check on him after giving him this medication and it caused all this. But who knows? Dad could have just, put, you know, put that story in his own head. <laughs> Emma, as somebody who has a parallel mm-hmm. with bipolar also, um, I, I, you can't. Yeah, tell. well, that's the thing. Could, you just can't tell. It truth, could be true. So. It could not be true. Like, I always believed it because, you know, it's my dad. It's an easier yeah. option as yeah. well. How funny is it that, like, our whole lives we get, like, if our parents say things, we're like, yeah, well, my parents told me this. Like, yeah, yeah they <laughs> told me this. So it must be 100%. True. Mine. Yeah. How many times did you think the cold was bad for you? The cold? Yeah, the cold. My parents. Don't go outside. Uh, catch a cold. Funnily enough, I don't think my parents ever worried about that because we – we weren't very adventurous kids. I think they were always opting for us to go outside. <laughs> That's true. You, Nathan, and Grace yeah. are pretty, pretty Brady chilled. Bunch. Pretty chilled units. Mm. <laughs> true, the true Brady. Absolutely. Bunch, like little Aryan race, like blonde blue eyes could do no wrong grace has green eyes. yeah and nathan has hazel Hmm. there's no blue eyes aside from me really i feel like we all used to have blue eyes and then they just they just changed i stay the same Mm. most kids i think babies are born with blue eyes yeah dean dean had i think dean had blue eyes but he had blonde hair when he was little and he's uh, he's Italian and yeah. has not blonde hair now. Very dark, <laughs> browny black hair. <laughs> not, blonde not blonde hair now. now. <laughs> Polar opposite. Dude, my dad, my dad was blonde until he was. Yeah, like my mum and dad were blonde. Funnily enough, and yeah, mm. even when you met them, they definitely were not blonde. No. So there you go. I'll, I'll... <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I'm very blonde now. I just got my hair done, actually. I say a change is as good as a holiday, and since there won't be any holidays anytime soon. Oh, what's up? That's so funny. 
Like, what sort of change did he get? Like, oh, uh, yeah, blonde like, or? You know, platinum, very blonde. <laughs> yeah, really? so I, I had my pretty natural hair, whatever colour that is anymore, I don't even know. Um, I asked the hairdresser, she, she, she said dark, dark blonde. But Dean seems to think I'm a redhead, but I think he just says that <laughs> to get a reaction mm, out of me. Definitely not nah. a redhead. There's no way. Why is being why is being I don't think it's a bad thing. thing. I don't think it is. My grandpa was extremely extremely red. <laughs> so I think I would have red head in oh, my really? jeans. Yeah, my grandpa was like Yeah, like orange red, like carrot top. Wow. Ah, uh, white That's skin, not hair. Honestly, red hair is stunning. Oh yeah, I've always found it. There's stunning. a girl at my work. Um, I work between two suburbs, so the one in Karambara. Her name's Katie, mm-hmm. and she has amazing hair. Like it's it's red, but it's gorgeous. I love it. She hates it, of course. Mm. Oh, they what? Yeah, generally, Sarah, you know, Sarah's a redhead. Yeah, our Sarah. She hates it no. when I tell people that, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dude, in my opinion, red hair is probably the most yeah. It's just, it's just, it, it's, and it's so different. It's striking. Mm. It's so striking when you see it. There's this, um, there's this girl at the local Woolies that, um, that I, I don't know, it's it's probably weird, but if I see her, I always want to be served by her because I want to look at her hair. <laughs> it's just this beautiful long, it reminds me of, have you seen Brave? That Disney yes, yes, cartoon? I love her hair. Yeah, reminds me. It's like an auburn yes, reminds sort of. me of her. Oh, just, just this magical red mane. Oh, dude, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. And I literally just always like want to be served by her so that I can look at her. You can perv on her hair. Would would you ever go yeah. that red? If I could, yeah. Rem- I'd want Yeah, red, remember for when a while. I went Do you remember yeah, when you had I red? Mean, I'm like, you yeah. know, aerial from little Aerial. Yeah. <laughs> I had aerial red Do you remember I, I went aerial with we yes, together? I do remember. After I went <laughs> after we went grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know what like that hair color was actually I'm not, cool. yeah i i didn't ever not love it i've actually been getting because i only just um re uh installed my facebook app and i've been getting a lot of memories come up mm. and yeah there's been quite a few of you and i actually and yeah with that with our nana oh, really? and stuff I try to send you some when oh. when they pop up, but yeah, I pick and choose the photos because sometimes I send you a photo and you're like, <laughs> "Why?" Oh, really? Oh, dude, no, don't. If I if I respond like that, it's just not my. It's just not the right tone coming through. I like okay, good. Stuff like that. I looked. Oh, I had a memory from um one night when we went out with oh, Amy, dude, like with Brittany and the girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, what a turnaround for her. I know, I love it. I know, I'm stupid. I remember when the, um, her and, is it Aaron? Yeah. They posted their first, they posted their first photo together. And I was like, wow. You know, they just look super mm. in love. 
and I love that it, it's worked out so Absolutely. well for them. Like I love, I love that for her. Well, she's always wanted that because that's it. Like, but I love it when things like that happen to people who want yeah. it so bad. You know, and then they find that proper love. Yeah, like us now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like both because yeah. um, our track record of boys has not always been great. <laughs> For both of us, mm. not really great. I actually, um, I've been doing so, been doing a lot of um internal work or shadow work lately. Yeah. Um, using all my COVID time for that, and. Yeah, reflecting on relationships and, you know, like things from the past. And I actually think I I brought all of those people to me, like, because I was not in a great space. Like, I just, yeah, I needed to heal. I had so much healing to mm. do. And instead of focusing on that, I just kept looking to people to fix it. See, I was more looking to people that I could fix or that I thought I could fix. But mm. the the issue there was they didn't want to be fixed. No one wants yeah. to fix them. But, yeah, like most I, – I can't even count how many times I've spoken to people and, you know, they're not doing well, like mentally – and more often than not, if you're not doing well mentally, you're not really doing well physically yeah. either. They kind they generally go hand in hand. And a lot of the time when you say to people, dude, have you ever thought about seeing somebody? They're like, nah, nah, I've tried that. I tried that once and, you know, just it mm-hmm. wasn't for me. It's like, dude, do you think that, I don't know, like just a concept that's kind of just made itself apparent to me recently is that, you've just got to find what works for you, you know, and like finding like, dude, I went to, I had to go to three different um, counselors to find one that actually worked for me. And it was not what I wanted in the first place. Like, and I thought initially that I went there for relationship counseling because, you know, my boyfriend at the time told me that I was the problem. And I was like to a degree mm. I was, but he was suffering from heavy manic bipolar, like and stopped taking his medication, didn't tell me, like yeah, mm. heavy. And then, yeah, I, I went to this psychologist to basically go, oh, my boyfriend told me that you know, like I'm, I'm this and I'm that, and I must be the problem. And he was like, hmm, tell me about. Tell me about your boyfriend and then I think we have one conversation about him and the relationship and then, yes, spent the rest of the time talking about, like, me and bringing up or, like, just discussing, like, my life and it just, yeah, totally changed me. Like, that was, like, actually starting and going to therapy was probably the biggest catalyst of the changes in my life. I think I need to do that. I know I need to. Well, obviously, as I've said to you, I haven't really 100% dealt with dad's death Mm -hmm. and I don't really know who to talk to about it. 
it's all it's it it's shit it's a shit thing to go through yeah I was actually talking to Dean briefly though about it um last night because um Mm. a friend of ours his dad passed away yesterday I'm not I don't even know the causes Mm. yet but um I basically said to Dean as much as obviously it hurts me that dad's gone I'm sort of in a way relieved because I don't think he would have handled everything that's going on right now. He barely handled, like, he barely handled day-to-day, like, you know, when things were, you know, considered normal. There's no way he would have handled Mm. COVID and everything going on now. No way at all. And and Grace, could you imagine if you girls had to do it? Hey? Could you imagine if you girls had to do everything now? Yeah. Yeah, no. But, yeah, even because I talked to Grace about it about a month ago and she even agreed. Like, we both think it's better off. It sounds fucked, but it's better off he not be here with with mm. how life is now than, yeah. Cause, that doesn't sound fucked at all. It sounds reasonable. It sounds like two girls trying to find, like, the positive. Yeah. It's it. It's still it's still so crazy though. Like obviously it hasn't even been a year yet. I've got his car now, so it's just like this constant still. reminder. Yeah, well, it's been hard because obviously I need to get it registered mm. and changed into my name, and then with COVID, and yeah, got to get a roadworthy on it. It's just I I I need to get rid of. I don't know what I want to do as well. Like I'm kind of on the fence about selling it, not selling it. Mm. Um, I think Nathan and Grace want me to sell it, which is fair enough, I guess. But at the same time, I don't know. It was like he loved that car. I don't mm. want to just give sell it to anyone, you know what I mean? Mm. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think my plan is to I need to get it changed into my name before November because it's from a year when he passed otherwise you basically mm. have to start from scratch you gotta spend a billion t dollars yeah no not ideal yeah not at all babe like i mean and just so you know babe like maybe meditate on it yeah like doing a little meditation session and maybe like Think about your dad in the meditation and, like, you know, vision, vision his energy being free and just let the, let the answer come to you that way. You know, don't force yourself. And if it doesn't come to you, like, just keep meditating. On yeah. It. You know, like, free, free yourself up from all the other noise of what you should do and what other people expect you to do. And then, you know, like, really listen to your heart and think about what you want to do. Yeah, I'm hoping easier said than yeah. done. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's a lot of pressure. Like when he passed, and I, I was basically, you know, left to not left to, but you know, I mm. organized everything. Dean was amazing as well. Like, but yeah, I kind of felt like. I don't know. He put me as, um, what's it called? He put me as next to kin. Mm-hmm. So 
it was once I found that out, I was just like, oh, shit. You know, I better get my – and I just felt like I couldn't really – and that's what I mean when I, I feel like I need to talk to someone. I felt like I just bottled everything up because I just needed to stay strong to to yeah. sort sort yeah. his what was left of his life. Do you know our brain actually does that? Like neurologically, when we're presented in situations that are like that you would think would be highly emotional, when you know that you have to get things done, your brain kicks into gear for you and it will push things to the yeah. back. And it's like, you know what? You need to be strong, you need to get things done like like you need to you need to just keep moving forward right now. There'll be time to deal with this later. And we will revisit it, but for now, I'm going to keep you going. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's what you did. Like you just, you were being strong for, and you're, you know, just being the doer. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, like babe, I, I, I will happily openly sing like from the tops of every single, every single building and mountain that how much like counseling and actually talking to someone who is a neutral party and a trained therapist you know, like how, how much of a difference that that made in my life and, like, it, it completely changed my life. Basically. Yeah. Like, and I hope that it can, I, like, and and don't don't be disheartened if you, if the first counsellor that you go to doesn't really, you know, you don't vibe with them. It's like personal trainers, right? Like you have to go, sometimes you have to go through a couple to find somebody that you're actually, that you vibe mm. with and you want to work yeah. with. That can push you to your limit. That's it, right? Like how many clients would you have worked with in the past and you would have gone, wow, I really don't want to be your personal trainer. And you know, and you know, but you know that they don't want you to be their personal trainer. No, everyone loved you. Yeah, (laughs) of course they did. Of course they did. Look at you. But I I think like similar principle is the same for like therapists. Yeah, yeah. I think as well I'm using this the whole COVID thing as an excuse. As I said to you, like, oh, I, I can't mm. find a therapist right now because of COVID. But you I think, yeah, I think I'm just using it as a as an excuse to, I don't know, kind of hold off, which is really dumb because at, at a time like this, obviously, it's probably when I need it the most, but. Not just that, babe, like. It's actually a time where if it's it's probably like the perfect time to do this sort of work on yourself. Yeah. Because if you do bring up these feelings and when you bring up these feelings, you probably don't want to be around a whole bunch of people who are like, Lou, let's go have a party or come over and we'll have like a party uh, or, or let's go out here or, or do you want to hang out? And you're like, no, none of that. Mm. <laughs> you don't have any of that social pressure right now that is very true that's probably you know like and you know babe like it's you've just got to do the work like it's just work Mm -hmm. you know it's just one foot in in front of the other and before you start it it looks like this huge mountain but once you start you realize like you know you you run marathons am i you know what it's like you just put one foot in front of the other half marathon (laughs) half marathon hey (laughs) <laughs> you still ran it and you did a bloody great oh. job mate remember, remember our first corner marathon i'm so proud 
I do remember it. We were it so proud. And we were like, it was in <laughs> And we went home. We were like, yeah, we ran a marathon yeah. today. And we were so sore. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how sore Oh, we my were? God. Because like, oh we didn't really train for it either. 11 columns. <laughs> we did not train at all. It was a miracle we even did it. It was a miracle. <laughs> My God! My God! That was fun, though. I'm I miss living with you. Look, I miss living with you, but I look back on those times and I like, and I just like I shake my head and I go, "How are we alive?" <laughs> like, do you remember? Do you remember going out to that bush dwarf on the peninsula in the middle of nowhere, right? As most bush dwarfs are, yeah. Right, and then taking LSD micro dots. <laughs> Right, taking micro dots and then thinking it was a good idea to drive home before it kicked in. Yeah. Right. And then didn't we crash the car? Get down the I just, and Dave had to come I and definitely pick us did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was your car. And Dave had to drive us back. Oh yeah. And then I was probably a sucker. And then it. you were really upset and you wouldn't let me sleep in your bed even though I had my own bed. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was telling Lockie about that like a couple of weeks ago. So then I tried to sleep like, oh. in bed with Dave and he kicked me out too. So then I waited for you to sl- fall asleep and then I just put your arm around me <laughs> <laughs> and made you cut him with a sleep. You would have woken up like classic in that moment. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. The thing is like if I, I honestly like back in the day I was so righteous. God, I, I don't even know how I have friends these days like, <laughs> or how I've remained, how I've maintained friendships from the, those days. Like, I value people like you, Emma, mm-hmm. because you actually experience me at my <laughs> worst and still choose to be friends with me. Like, wow. Yeah. I used to go to sleep being, like, real angry and I'd wake up and be like, why was I mad? Yeah, mad. I don't even think you remembered the next day. Well, you did, but you, yeah, no, you didn't, didn't remember that you were angry. No, I just woke up and I was like, right, we got to go get You couldn't be angry because like, you couldn't be angry because I'd placed you in a spooning position. So Exactly, see. So everything was okay. A okay. You still see Dave A-okay. these days, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I Crazy. do. I do. He's doing he's doing really well, man. He's a good egg. He's a really good egg and he's dude, he's a girlfriend. Superstar. Yeah. And they've got two beautiful dogs. They just moved, actually. Because he, where does he live in Melbourne? Yeah, he's living in um, either Albert Park or Port Melbourne now. Crazy. Yeah, we both, both he and I moved from Windsor or Paran. Um, God, Paran is such an Aussie-sounding <laughs> name now that I say it. Paran. 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 Um, Paran. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we both moved at the same time. Who followed who? I'll tell you what, co- dude, COVID is a renter's market. That's all I can say. Mm. I, I would not want to be a homeowner. How is your and Lockie's new place, by the way? Oh my God. Am I, it's, uh, honestly, it's amazing. Like, we are, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm removing. I'm removing the word lucky from my vocabulary. Yeah. 
because I'm I'm not lucky. I've worked incredibly hard to be where I am right now. Yeah. A girlfriend of mine, Mallory, actually, shout out to Mel. Mm-hmm. Um, girlfriend of mine, Mallory, she she kind of introduced this concept to me, and she said, like, you know, you're not lucky. You've you've worked hard to be where you are, and you should just you should be grateful for it. But you've got to own it too. Yeah. I was like, wow, really, it really it struck me like it, it hit to my core and like every single time like I used to say I was saying to Lucky for a while you know babe we're just so lucky we're so lucky we're not lucky we manifested this apartment yeah Emma like I I remember when we were when we were at Lockie's old place in Docklands and we would lay in the in the kitchen where we had our jujitsu mat laid out and every single morning like for probably I don't know like two weeks this is when I had to do a lot of work, like a lot of work, like on myself and like just breaking down a lot of my bullshit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we just laid on the floor every single morning and meditated. And we are both like, we decided that we were going to move in together when I found out that we were getting kicked out of Windsor. Yeah. And... Yeah, we just, we, I knew, like, we we pulled out, like, a, Lockie has these whiteboards, right? And if it goes on the whiteboard, it gets done. That's so good. That, that's just this cute little thing that he does. And one day when, when we decided that we were going to move in together, I was like, right, we're going to get out the whiteboard because I knew that that was the way to kind of tap into him. Yeah. Like, if I say to him, yeah, babe, let's, like, you know, get the end, like, raise our vibration, like, set up, like, you know, like, really align our energies. If I say that sort of stuff to him, he's like, babe. <laughs> but if I say to him, babe, let's get out the whiteboard and, like, write down all the things we want, he's like, all right, cool, I can work with this, you know. Like, it's just, it was me learning how to work with yeah. him, right? Like, just try and get him to actually manifest. And, um... Yeah, he pulled out, pulled out the whiteboard and we started writing all of these things. And I said to him, just tell me what are your non-negotiables, like things that you actually need and, and like for an apartment for us to live together. Because, you know, we're not in any big rush to move. He already had an apartment. He had a two-bedroom apartment in Docklands and he was only paying for one bedroom and nobody else lived there. So if like worst case scenario, I could have just moved in, yeah. you know. So yeah, we just wrote down like the things that we really, really wanted. We wrote down exactly how much we wanted to pay for it, and he's like, "We're not going to find anything for that, babe. It's not that much." And I was like, "Trust me, we will, we will. Let's just let's just write it on the whiteboard and we'll, and you know, not using the word manifest because mm-hmm. he just wasn't ready for it. But yeah, wrote everything down and yeah, then. I found the building and then I started looking at apart and I saw this one apartment in the building and I was like, oh shit. And it was a, cor- and one of the things that we had on our, on our board was like, it had to be a corner apartment, right? We wanted like as much natural light as possible, right? Wanted, and we wanted a great view. Yeah. And yeah, then I saw the building. I saw one apartment in this building and it wasn't that high up but I saw that it ended in um, one seven. So I knew that the, all the corner apartments for the building would end in one seven, yeah. right? Or the corner that, that I was, that I wanted. And then I started typing in like all the different floor numbers 
like for that building and I found one I found our apartment and it was stunning it was so much cheaper than everything else it was fully furnished and it was pretty much exactly what we wanted and I showed it to Lockie and I was like oh my fucking god baby this is our apartment and he was like he's like Jesus Christ babe that that that's pretty good and I was like it's ours I know it's meant to be ours and he's like babe don't get your hopes up and I'm like I'm not getting my hopes up if it's not meant for us and we won't get it but I know it's going to be ours it's exactly what we wanted it, it ticks every single box and more yeah and then um I contacted the real estate and I was like a dog with a bone I was like I was like hey la, 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 you know like when can we do this la, 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 la. like told her what I did for work you know, like that I deal with investment properties all the time. So like, I know, like, we're going to look after the place. Like I deal with tenants on a daily basis. So I'm not going to be a dick. And then we booked the appointment and yeah, just said to her on the spot, like, yeah, I said to her, look, I can give you a first month's rent and bond right now. I want to move in. She's like, okay, when can you move in? I was like, look, this was on a Tuesday and I said to her, I want to move in on Friday because that's on, that's like pretty much when I needed to move from Windsor. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, I know that's, that's probably not going to happen. She's like, nope, I'll have it. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure you can move in on Friday. She's like, she's like, you definitely want to move in on Friday. I'm like, yep. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll have it clean for you. She's like, let me just call the owner and um, I'll contact you in the morning um, have you got all the application documents? I was like, yes, I do. And she's like, okay, cool, fill them out and um, I'll get it approved for you. And Lockie and I left and, like, I, I can't even tell you. I'm like, I got in that lift and I, I said to Lockie, I was like, can I scream yet? And he's like, not yet. <laughs> we got, like, halfway down the lift. We got halfway down the lift and I was like, can I scream? And he's like, yes, baby. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> But I love it. I I love our apartment. It's just, it's super bright. It's filled with all of our plants and just this beautiful, bright space. Just, and it's super, it's super zen, like super chill. I can't wait to come and see it. Yeah, babe, you will, you will actually love it. You'll absolutely love it. One day once we're, you know, when all the cases stop right. I know, bloody hell. 723 yesterday. Oh, dude. Am I live under a rock? I don't have Facebook anymore. Oh, I don't have the app. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I don't have any news apps on my phone. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I don't even have Netflix. Like, we have a TV in our house. I, we've never turned it on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Me and Dean, Dude, me and Dean love our night cuddles and TV time. Yeah, but that's your time. That's the thing that you guys do for mm. me. You know, like Lockie and I, we go to every single night, um, oh, well, most nights, we'll, we'll, not every single night, we'll, we go for a walk every single night, but most nights, you know, some nights we'll like have a joint, like when we're walking through um, Flagstaff Garden. Yeah. And there's all these possums everywhere. And we just walk around the park. Possums are like, hilarious. Possums. They're so funny. They're, they're super inquisitive. Oh. I've never I've never seen, like, I've never seen so many possums in my life. There's probably about 200 of them there. Oh, my gosh. 
like it should be a tourist attraction. Are they the ringtail ones or the brush? No, no, no. They are the they're the ones with the yeah brush brush tail or whatever. And they are like, dude, they're pretty territorial. Like they walk right up to you. Like (laughs) it's so funny. Like I look at them and I'm like, and forever, like I called them tree dogs. (laughs) And then like. The other night, Lockie pointed out, he's like, they kind of look like kangaroos the way they stand in the in the park. Mm. And I was like, they're kind of like a cross between a mouse and a kangaroo. I was like, actually, that's that's exactly what they are. And I look at them and I'm like, they are not cute. Like, they're not I cute. never saw the possums. <laughs> no. And then I saw one, like, climbing the tree and, like, just, like, clawing at the tree. I was like... And then, like, one of them tried to walk up. Like, it was it was super inquisitive. Like, I can't even describe it to you. And they just walk straight up to you, like, not even, like, a ruler away from, like, a 30 centimetre, not even 30 centimetres away from you, right? And this little possum's, like, staring up at Lockie. And I'm like, he probably thinks that you're a moving tree because Lockie's huge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Lockie's like, oh, look at him. He's cute. He's like... He's like, oh, I reckon they're super friendly. Dude, like, they do not look they're friendly. Really, <laughs> they're really quite aggressive, actually. That's yeah. Like, nah, not at all. Lock's a country boy. Like, he grew up in Warrnambool and his mum's always done, like, um, well, his, his mum was always, like, she was a wildlife. I don't know. She was like Bush Ranger Tracy. You remember Bush Ranger Tracy? I'm totally wild. Like, just <laughs> looking after all the, all the, like, yeah. Well, well Steve Allen's wife. Yeah, though. Look, probably not working <laughs> at Australia Zoo, but you know, something something down in Warrnambool, like the same similar thing down in Warrnambool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so so Lucky grew up like basically having like baby animals around him all the time, like on a farm. And his mum was a wildlife um, rescuer, I suppose. That's I'm I'm going to go with that terminology because it feels right. Yeah. So yeah, his his mum was like a wildlife rescuer, and yeah. So he, he he loves little animals, like loves baby animals. He's, he's super caring and gentle and he's always like, no, I reckon I can pick up the possum's babies. Like, he's like, they, they'd be nice to me. I'm like, well, you're on your own. I'm not touching them. Like, Emma. I love all things small as well. Like, I even get excited when I see a really tiny fly. I'm like, oh, my God. Really? It's a little booby fly. <laughs> My dad used to go, Emma, it's a fly. And I'm like, but it's so cute. I, I'm, con- Baby I'm constantly picking up bugs and Dean's always like, oh, can you put that down? Like, yeah, I love, I love, I love the creatures. <laughs> Grace is very That's similar. Good. Yeah. That's good. Like, it's good that you've got respect for all life. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. One of my friends, Georgie, he's, um, He's a he does like psychic readings. He's actually incredible. He is shout out to my man Georgie. He is incredible. Like he did a reading when I went and saw my friends Mark and Elisa mm. on point. Like everything. Like everything on point. Um yeah, he said to me that he has he had a bit of an awakening a couple of like probably start of July. I think a lot of people have had similar experiences yeah and yeah he said to me like 
He's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, I've just got this newfound respect for all life. He said, I can't even, I don't like, I, I don't even want to swat a mosquito meat. He's like, that's how, that's how much, I, that's how strongly I feel about it. And I'm like, that's crazy. Mm. That's where I draw the no, line. I, I like Look, that. I freaking hate mosquitoes. Look, they never bother me. They love know? me though. They eat me alive. You know, you can eat different foods that actually stop them like coming in. Is it true that Barocca? They don't like they don't like vitamin B. That's what I've always heard. Look, I haven't done my research <laughs> on Barocca, but it's definitely something to look up in the summer months. Well, when I went to Bali, I got told have a Barocca every day and you won't get bitten by a mosquito, and I didn't. No malaria. You can get malaria in Bali. I don't know. You can get it from mosquitoes. You can get it in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I always drank um, gin and tonics when I was around mosquitoes or, like, if if you're around, like, swampy areas, which will, you know, obviously be, like, a breeding ground for them. Because um, back in, I was about to say ancient times, <laughs> wow, um, back when, I think it was when the British were colonising Africa mm. and a lot of them were dying from, you know, malaria and diseases or diseases that were being carried around by the mosquitoes. Um, and they would drink, um, this is where like gin and tonics started. I'm pretty sure I could be misquoting, but I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confident. Um, and they would drink gin and tonic because the tonic water would um, ward off the mosquitoes. Well, tonic doesn't taste great, so I get that. Look, it does not. <laughs> so, like, if I was a mosquito, I'd be like, nah, bro, I've got some red wine over here. Yeah. I'm good. It kind of tastes like dirty foot water. What, tonic water? Yeah. I it's my interpretation. <laughs> There was one of my one of my really good friends, Ivan. We went to um, this rooftop bar, like started this year, and had a couple of drinks. Was it the start of this year? Or was it the end of last year? Not important. Seems like it's such um, a long time ago, though. I'm sure. Look, it 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 is such a long time ago. Mm. Um, yeah, we went to this rooftop bar, and we had a gin and tonic, and they had um fervor tree. It's so fervor tree, so F E V E R T R E E, um, fervor tree Indian tonic water, right? Tastes beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even kidding. Like, like good with vodka, and it's just like really good quality. Like beautiful, like absolutely beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh man, I'm going to take a photo of this. So I took a photo of it, and then every single time I drank gin after that, that's all I drank with it. So can you just get it from the supermarket? Dude, you can get it from Coles. Highly recommend. And they've got like, they've got a, a few, they've got a range of mixes. I got their, um, oh, when, just after we moved in, I had a couple of, um, I had a couple of my friends come over, like just to come over and see the place. And also I hadn't seen them in ages. And this is when, like when restrictions got lifted. Yeah, they just came over for a visit and, yeah, I got their ginger beer. So nice. I love ginger beer. Oh, who? Oh, one of my girlfriends, Susie, whenever I used to I used to go over to her place and train jiu-jitsu on the weekends mm. and um, she would always give me ginger beer. And I, I, 
and like she'd always offer it to me I'd never accept it and then one day I was like yeah stuff it I'll have the ginger beer because I always had this you know like I struggled with my weight for a really long time yeah and I always forever until yeah even to this day like I always look at like soft drinks and stuff like that and I'm like no only overweight people or only unhealthy people drink those and I'm not an unhealthy person so I'm never drinking those again Ginger beer is actually really yeah. good for nausea. I know. Mm. It's I the only time I have it beer. if I'm feeling really quite nauseous for whatever reason. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you get nauseous often? No, not really. Just here and there. I think I got it quite a bit though um, when I was grieving. Really? Yeah. Probably just putting too much pressure on myself. I don't know. Because, I, you know, I didn't really – take a lot of time off and things like that mm. I just wanted to I'm the last I hate not working like I hate as much as I'm like you know say I'm envious of people that don't have to go to work in this time and blah blah I would go stir crazy if I was not at work mm. like I need to be doing something I need to yeah be occupied I need to feel yeah. like I'm doing my part for the community and you are. <laughs> you're, you're, you're delivering scripts and getting screened at. Absolutely. Love, love it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you experience more than that. Oh, you? yeah, of course. It's not all. Yeah. Mo- so not all sunshine. Lollipop. So there's this lady that comes into work quite, quite regularly. And she, like, mm-hmm. so today, for example, she brought off in some freshly baked banana bread that she made herself. It was still warm. That is so beautiful. Yeah, and she's she's brought us in so many. She's brought us in like spaghetti, uh, not spaghetti, but meatball sauce kind of thing with like rice and mm-hmm. and makes us cookies and like she brings things in every couple of weeks. She's adorable. See, like that sh- that that is beautiful. That's the stuff that should be normal. Mm. Something that um. So we had one of Lockie's mates over. The other night, um, he was doing a podcast with Lockie, and I said, "What did I do? I gave him like I baked these um, weed cookies, and yummy. I know, I know, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I know that he, I don't know, like I know he struggles to get hold of like you know certain strains of weed. And I said to, and I said to him, Jack, do you want a cookie to take home? And he's like. What sort of cookie is it? And I was like, you're in my house. What sort of cookie do you think it is? And he's like, oh, Mish, really? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you're so nice. And I was like, dude, this isn't nice. This is how people should be. Yeah. I said to him, like, what the fuck kind of world do we live on? Live in? Live on? What kind of world do we live on? I'm tired of this world. (laughs) I want to go live on another one. Amen, sister. But yeah, I was just like, what kind of world are we living in? Where like that's not normal. Where being nice is like it's such a surprise that you feel the need to go, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm loving that little quote at the moment. What is it? If you can be anything, be kind. Something like that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's very cute. Especially at the moment. Like I feel like People are either going one way or the other. You have that very small, you know, group of people that are 
kind of, yeah, just trying to make the world a bit happier for everyone. And then there's that very large majority of people that are just making things a lot harder than they have to be. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. When the, um, when the COVID uh, restrictions kick back in for Melbourne and the peninsula mm. and stuff, and, you know, they, they kind of gave us, what, 72 hours or something like that. Maybe mm. not that long, but they gave way too long. And you know what everyone did? They migrated here. It was like not everyone, obviously. You stayed where you were. But, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much because the government stupidly said if you are still on holidays, you, you're welcome to finish your holiday before you get locked down. So everyone's like, oh, I'm on holidays and just, like, race down here. Like, it was gridlock. Of, and the amount of people that have come into our pharmacy on a daily basis, like we're so crazy busy at the moment and all their scripts are from Melbourne and we're like, is this your residential? And they're like, no, my residential is in block. And it's like, it's actually not. Just, ugh. Mm. People just need to like, and you know, you know, the ironic thing is they've done that obviously because our restrictions weren't as intense as yours were. But now, starting mm. as of Sunday, I mean, I still don't think ours are going to be, like, I think we're still allowed to have five people or whatever. But as of Sunday, we all have to mask up. Like, you guys have had to. I've had to do it at mm. work anyway. But, yeah, as of Sunday, as you pro- may or may not have heard. I, I, I found out this afternoon. Yeah, all of Victoria has to have time. And it's like... Ha, huh, you know, what you've 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 pretty much come to our town and possibly infected a bunch of people. For what? Now you're gonna be in the same situation that you would have been in at home anyway. Mm. People are just a waste, isn't it? People are just so irritating. <laughs> oh dude. People are no, not not people in general, but just just their attitudes group. Just their attitudes, like you know, we're supposed to all be in this together or whatever, but everyone's just in it for themselves. No, not everyone. Like there's there's a certain type of people in my own there, people who are fed by their ego. Yeah. When their ego says like you can tell those people because when they first meet someone, they're all about I this, my this. Mm. Like seriously, now that I say it. You'll listen for it. Yeah. I guarantee it. When you when you meet people for the first time, they'll either want to get to know you and have a conversation, or they'll just want to, or they'll take the stage and talk. Like I, I don't test people with it, but I certainly like if I meet somebody for the first when when I meet somebody for the first time now. It's nice to make somebody feel comfortable. Yeah. And the best, the easiest way to do that is to ask people questions about themselves. Everybody's favorite topic is themselves. Mm. And yeah, you ask them that, and you just allow them the space to talk. More often than not, they'll just keep talking. And then, if they ask about you, then that's a good thing. Rather than yeah, yeah, rather than just. Talking about themselves. Yeah. More often than not, like when you meet people, that's what happens. 
it'll be just a I don't know, like you can you can you can tell them you can tell these types of individuals almost from the get go. They're usually I don't know. It's almost like they mask themselves with like high energy, but they're not actually high energy. Yeah, they present they present themselves that way. Like I used to be like this. Um, you present yourself that way because it makes you feel confident. It makes you feel like other people feel that you're confident. Yeah, that you're not actually. You're incredibly insecure, or at least I was. And for the most part of people that I've that I've encountered who are similar are insecure. I think everyone has some insecurities. Do you, would you say you've got none now? Or you've still or do you think there's you're... still a couple? Yeah. Yeah, there's still a couple. Like today, um I've been doing a lot of a lot of um studying. And one of the courses, one of the classes I was doing today was um, on energy work. And I was, it was, it was such a cool exercise. Highly recommend. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link to this little masterclass that I did. Mm-hmm. It was like a free, it, it was just a free webinar that's included in this app that I've been using to, um, to educate myself. And yeah, this guy was teaching me how to, um, like let energy move through your body, right? And um, he was asking, and he said, you know, like after you create like this energy ball, and I was I was laughing, and I almost started crying because I was so excited, like I could feel it in my hands, Emma. I actually love like, never. I love that though. I like, love when your emotions get so heightened that they completely turn to another emotion. Have you ever done that where mm. you laugh so hard at something? That you actually yeah. start crying, but you're not upset. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you can't even control your emotions anymore. Yeah, because you're just so happy. Yeah. Happy crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love I love happy tissues. Same. Are they happy tissues or sad tissues? <laughs> <laughs> well, today it was happy tissues. Um, and... Yeah, I could feel this energy ball in between my hands, and I was like, just literally, like I could, I could, and I could feel heat in between my hands. Anyway, and like part of the um, part of the class and the meditation that I was being led through, um, he says, you know, like think about what you're working on at the moment and your goals. And I've been working really hard and um, really diligently on my education at the moment. Yeah, why I current, I just. I just completed my um, yoga instructor certification. Congratulations. Or dip- diploma. Thank you very much. Super proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a couple more courses that I'm doing. But, yeah, like, so I'm doing I'm doing this course and, I'm, and he started saying, oh, you know, like, think about um, how excited you are and, you know, how fulfilled you're going to feel feel when you achieve this goal and how many people you're going to help and I was feeling so excited and so happy like and I'm super passionate about it yeah and then he said um now I want you to think about um are you like a what do you think could hold you back or or is there anything that's kind of is there any blocks in your body you know is there anything 
have you got any is there any like you know beliefs or any doubt do you have any doubt in yourself or you know what's the doubt and out of nowhere and I'm I'm I would like to I would confidently say that I'm that I'm confident you know like I I don't really have every now and then like a, a little insecurity will come up yeah and I'll I'm I'm pretty good at quickly going no that's those are not your feelings that's not how you actually feel that's just your pre-program that's just the old program coming up that's not the person that you are anymore move on yeah right and yeah out of nowhere I just I had this thought and I said I I could fail if people don't believe in me like I'm scared of failure and I'm scared of people not believing in me and I was like what the hell and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, man, all of my friends are super supportive. Like any time I've ever put myself out there, the universe has always supported me yeah. in every single way. Like this podcast, like, you know, I've had heaps of people message me and say, like, I don't have many podcasts yet, but it's a gr- I'm growing. Yeah. You know, and when I have the time, I love to record them, love to learn. And, yeah, all of a sudden, um, yeah, I had this thought. And I was like, what the hell? Like, maybe you should- like why why would you feel this way you know like people people of course are going to believe in you you're going to be amazing mm. and I was like yeah yeah what the hell and he said you know and now like look within your body and you'll be able to sense where that doubt block is where that blockage is and all of a sudden my right hip out of nowhere I've never had any issues with my body I've been you know with all the yoga courses I've been like fixing my posterior chain all of a sudden my right hip starts to I feel this not burning but like I could feel like almost like you know like like what would I say like just a warm energy like it was a dull pain yeah in my right hip I was like what the hell and then I moved the energy ball that I was holding in my hand and I placed it over my right hip and just followed the instructions in the video and I felt great for the rest of the day it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, insecurities are just a, to be honest, Emma, like, they're just a symptom of your ego. Mm. And your ego is just a symptom of programming. And programming is just habits and experiences that we've based our entire life on. Yeah, I don't. I'm working on. I don't often get insecure, but when I do, I let it rock me. Like I really can't. I can't let it go. Most girls do, Emma. Yeah, it's normally Most something stupid. Do. Like obviously, when I first moved here, and I didn't really have many friends. I didn't really know that many people. And then I finally mm. get into this friendship group, and there's just this couple of girls that I just feel like they just don't like me. Really. Yeah, like I don't even see them anymore. This is like when I first moved here. And every every time they're talking to anyone, I feel like they're talking about me. I just get really paranoid. I, I still don't get it. Like I still wouldn't say I'm friends with these, these girls because, you know, you just get bad vibes from someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just never got good vibes from these girls. And I actually, I don't think they didn't like me. I think maybe they just don't like change. They don't like, you know, they used to. I don't know, maybe they didn't like 
the shift of me just suddenly being part of their group. I don't know what it was. They weren't even horrible to me. They just, I don't know, I just never felt like they welcomed me the way I, wel- the way I feel I welcome everybody that I ever meet with open arms. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you're an incredibly welcoming person. So when you don't feel that reciprocated, it probably makes you feel. Yeah, just really awkward, really awkward. But Imagine feeling that way all the time. Emma. Oh, my God, I couldn't even. That's yeah. a thing. Some, I, I feel pretty blessed that I'm generally a pretty confident person, generally. Mm. Sometimes I might come across more confident than I'm actually feeling, but. Yeah, generally speaking, and it and it all depends on who you surround yourself with as well, as you know. Hundred percent. And yeah, as as we're getting older, as I'm getting older, yeah, I'm learning more and more who who I want to surround myself with. And yeah, when you get those kind of, you always got to, you know, listen to your instinct. You know, mm. if you get if you get a weird vibe, just. You know, I don't make a big deal of it. I don't, I'm not rude to anyone ever. I just, you know, you don't, not everyone's going to love you. And that's just how it is. Some people like cookies and cream. Some people like peppermint. Mm. And just, you're just not their flavor. Yeah. They'll find a flavor that suits them. Yeah. So I've definitely learned as I've gotten older not to take those kind of things to heart. Mm. But obviously, every now and again, you know, we're only human and, yeah, I, I, don't, I think I can read people pretty well generally, a lot better than when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite terrible at reading people or maybe I just didn't listen. You You're know. pretty intuitive, so I, don't, I just don't think you were listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Well, oh. babe. We've been recording for 85 minutes (laughs) and my butt hurts. Ooh, what have you been doing? Oh, well, I can't (laughs) go on here. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I will. Lucky, you're not supposed to be sitting in on the conversation. No, he's been. I'm. I'm in the bedroom. He's been banished to the lounge room. Yeah, I'm in the bedroom too. Dean. Dean's actually. This is the perfect night to do this because Dean's having a little, a few drinkies with um our mate who's, whose friend lost his dad. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh wow! Yeah. I was like, this would be. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I, I know this person, but obviously, I'm not super close with them, and it, it it's made it really hard for me actually because. Obviously, I don't 100% know the cause of death, but at the same time, like, I, I just want to reach out to this person because You're obviously welcome. I've recently gone through something. All I can say to you is that I, like, follow your gut, babe. Like, if you want to reach out to somebody, do it because I bet you that there's so many people that don't know what to say. I bet you, like, mm. how, many t- how many times were people almost scared to talk to you after your dad passed because they just didn't know what to say. They didn't message you or they didn't call because they didn't know what to say. Yeah. It's like you don't need to know what to say. Just be here. Just be there yeah. and just listen. Yeah. I think I think uh, just from my gut feeling, I think they probably need a little bit of time to just 
mm. absorb what has happened. But, yeah, I definitely will reach out when I feel mm. the time is right. You're a good egg. <laughs> I try. Mm. As are you, my darling. Thanks, Thanks babe. You're doing good, kid. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up, babe. But <laughs> thank you so much for coming for agreeing to speak to me. And I I really do appreciate I I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy. I, I value you more than you know, Emma. You're a wonderful person. I'm I'm really proud of you. Thank I you. I know your dad I'm- would be too. I'm really proud of you too. And I know dad would be proud of you too. <laughs> My dad loved you. I loved your dad. <laughs> he was a great dude. I was really well. He was cool as fuck. I know. When he, was, when he was cool as fuck, he was cool as fuck. I couldn't even handle his coolness. I was just like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> like every good daughter. Right? Mm. The goodest. All right, babe, you look after yourself and we'll speak soon, okay? Sounds good. All right, I love you. Love you too. Bye, babe. Bye.